Hey, it's Ted. And Tony. And we're super excited to be headed to the Haywood Comic Con in Brownsville, Tennessee, Friday and Saturday, March 10th and 11th at the College Hill Complex. That's right. That's right. We will be doing a live podcast. The 11th at 11. We're watching 2008's Iron Man, which kicked off the MCU universe. So I think it's going to be a great time. We're also going to have a booth set up. We'll be there Friday and Saturday. Friday and well. Saturday. It starts at 3 p.m. Friday, March 10th. And um, Saturday, it will go from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And that's March 10th and March 11th at the College Hill Complex located at 127 North Grand Avenue in Brownsville, Tennessee. So tell everybody that you know, every comic book lover, There'll be Ghostbusters there. There'll be Mandalorians and Star Wars cosplay. Lots of panels that Tad and I'll be on and uh, we'll be emceeing throughout the day. So a lot of fun. There'll be lots of vendors and lots of stars. So come on out and bring your family and enjoy yourself. So and again, we look forward to seeing you there. The first ever live overdue movie review. Yeah. 11 o'clock at uh, the College Hill Complex on the 11th. We're uh, very thankful for the chance to have this live podcast. So we'll see you March 10th and 11th at the Haywood Comic Con in Brownsville, Tennessee. Hey kids, this week it's Blast from the Past from 1999, so here we go. I'm Tad. And I'm Tony. And we love movies. It feels like that's all we talk about. But when we decided to do a podcast, we couldn't do new movies. Everybody does that. So we're going back, back to the movies of our childhood or movies we haven't seen in a long time. It's our Overdue Movie Review Podcast. Tony, I was worried when we started this one that I was going to get hooked, like we were going to get hooked on like 97. And so luckily this <laughs> is 99. I was, <laughs> I don't know, I was like, this had to be 97, but it was 99. No, it was 99. Um, Brendan Fraser, Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone, Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken, and Sissy, Sissy Spacek. Spacek. Carrie. Like, this is the like the most ridiculous cast ever because like just they're so different just insanely yeah. talented from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and just such a great, like wholesome movie. Yes, right. the language is foul in bits because they had to they had to do that in a way to show the differences in the worlds. Right. Um and let's face it, late 90s Los Angeles was just a foul place to be, apparently. <laughs> um, but it's, I love the premise of this movie. Yeah. We started in the 60s where, uh, you know, again, everything wholesome and fun. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, 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 Christopher Walken's playing a Caltech Dr. professor that's just a genius. Dr. Calvin Weber. And, um, but he's eccentric. A very eccentric and a, He's worried uh, about the a doomsday prepper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you, you flash forward and you're in present day 1999 mm-hmm. where uh, it's, again, modern Los Angeles. And it's just a, the complete duality yeah. of the worlds that just make this movie pop. And Brendan Fraser probably plays one of his most beloved characters. Mm-hmm. I mean... It, uh, Adam Weber is just a, a sweetheart. And we were two years away from The Mummy. I know, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're that close. But he, he his his character is just so nice and innocent and sweet, but that's the world he's been raised in. He's been raised in a world that wasn't um, corrupted was by bunker. anything. Yeah, he, they were in a bunker, bunker for, yeah, for, and for 35 years. Yeah, from 1962 to 1997. Because he, they released on his... Like uh, right after he turned thirty five, right, 
and um, just uh, because they had the thirty-five year half life on the uh, the because they were expecting they were expecting a nuclear fallout and and Christopher Walken is so just oh. He's a great actor. He's a great Wild. Actor. Like, his, all of his idiosynchronicities are just on point in this movie. And, uh, like, everybody, everybody's, like, just carefree at the beginning. And yeah. His, even his wife was like, you know, can I wash the dishes before we go down? <laughs> right. And it just kind of worked out. Like, you, you, you find out, like, they believe that the bomb fell. Like, the Russians. Turns out said, it was a plane. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> an airplane that malfunctioned. And happened to crash on their house of all on houses. On their yeah, house. Yeah, and blow up their house. And the government just assumed that they died. Yeah, they, like they, everything, because it's just... Everything was gone. Everything right, was gone. Right, so, and they just happened to be going down there. I mean, it's just like the well, time... Of it was one of those things, perfect. you know, he, he, they were having the party, they got everybody out, then and he was like... Thing. He like the, with the colder report, and he, so he got everybody out of the house, and they heard the, and he was like, "We got to get in the bunker mm-hmm. now." Mm-hmm. So they thought it was a bomb falling. Turns out it was the plane crashing. Right, but they didn't know that. They didn't know. So and, and they caved and in the cr- front entrance. Caved in the front entrance, and right. it just like where the fireball it happened to be right there at the exit. Mm-hmm. So it was like he assumed it was nuclear because the heat was so high. Right, he's like, it's at the hot. point of it, impact, it turned, it turned oh, out it's, my it's, heat melted. My heat melted. Oh my god, oh, yeah. it's cool. yeah. you know. So I love that, you know. But like I said, then you, you move through and you get to the you get to the nineties, and they have to venture into this world. That where they don't nothing, you know. A diner has been built on top of where their house right, stood. Right. So when Christopher Walken, when Calvin Weber goes up to the surface, it's completely different. He ventures out and he's he's just confused and because right. you know, the world has and changed I, around him and he's under the impression that this is the this is society rebuilding after nuclear fallout. Right, and they're and mutants. They're and mutants, and oh my god, change their genders. Yeah, at will. Like at will. Yeah. So he's panic. He's having an anxiety attack, and I think that's what causes his health problems. I don't know yeah. if it was a true heart attack as much right. as it was just a panic attack. Right, right. Um, but then you know Adam Weber has to venture into the world that he's never known. That he's never known. Right. To find supplies. Right. To find a wife. Right. Because that's one thing he wants is to find a wife. And, and he, then and then come back down and lock it up for another ten years. In 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 this movie, we see how three people are stunted and and growing and adapting. Like it's it's so weird to look at this movie and think, okay, well, I'm forty years old now, and I've been through several decades of change, mm-hmm. and to think what the way I was in the '80s is not the way I was in the '90s, and the way I was in the '90s was not the way I was in the 2000s, and you know, as you go on and go on, each decade you change. Things right. change, and so and he's been inside in this bubble 60s. in yeah. 1964, yeah. yeah, and and he's never known a world outside of 1964 because right. they've raised him that way without right. the changes from the right. world. And and they're stunned too because they don't know anything different than what they went down there in. Yeah, but they've they're, had they had the benefit of the experience of they knew what the world was like. Right, they had been right, out right. until they went under. But again, like you said, they still, got stuck. Yeah, in they're the still 60s. stuck in the sixties, right? And and I like the way they show you how time is changing up above. And they use the diner. diner they yeah, use the diner the as that. Like the sixties, they're still doing that or whatever. And then the seventies happen. And then I almost thought they were going to hit a little racist part in that movie where they hear Barry White's music for the first time and they're like, oh, I don't know 
if I like this. And then everybody starts, and everybody starts dancing, and they're like, oh, I like and it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like this. I got it. And I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. By the way, my favorite line in this movie is the 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 innocence that is delivered from Brendan Fraser. He's oh, like, it's a Negro? Oh, my, a Negro. And she's like, excuse me? And he was like. And he was just so, um, he was just in, in he never seen he'd anybody. never he'd seen never anybody seen of color. Right, and it right. was just like, he was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and she was like, and she accepted it. She was like, okay. Right. He's, he's just, he didn't mean that in a negative way. No, right, he's just right, so. Right. That's just what he knew. <laughs> I mean, that was the term when he went down there. It was Negro. Yeah. Um, but I love it when he comes up for the first time and he, go, and he goes, look. That's the sky, and everybody's like, "What's what, what is what it? What did the sky?" And he's, yeah, like, he's like, "Have you ever seen anything so yeah, amazing?" Yeah, he's like, "It's the sky," and, and the little and girl's the girl, like, "I see I it." See, yeah, it's like she, her mom is like, "What? What is?" And it's like, "It's the sky," and it's like, "What? What is it?" And I see it. And yeah, the, the little girl's like, "I see it," and they're it's trying like, to and find. I've never seen you before. I've never seen anything like you before either, because he hasn't. He's never seen another he person. Hasn't. He's never seen another child. And he he. He see, I mean, he's danced every day. His mom taught him that how to dance every day. His dad's taught him how to box and protect himself. Boxing, he's taught him French, German, right. yeah. Latin, yeah. like all of his all of his studies. Since he was a little kid, and yeah. And when you're taught by his... a genius, yeah. you're gonna know everything. Right, right, right. And, and it comes back to play when uh, uh, Eve has has d- psychically divined that he's from Alaska, yeah, he's... and her friend, played by what uh, uh, Foley, Dave Foley. He goes, so, you know, wh- why would you, why, you know, they talk to kids, the capital is Anchorage. Yeah. And he's like, like no, no, it's that's the largest That's city. the largest right. city. You know, and, and it's like, and, and they're, he's schooling them <laughs> yeah. on stuff that. Because he knew, he knew when Alaska. Was uh, a state. We got Alaska. Yeah. When Russia had. How we it. purchased them. Yeah, he knew yeah. all of that. He knew everything. And so, uh, oh, oh, and I love how innocent he is because Troy tells him, well, you know, I'm gay. And he's like, well, good, well, good for, for you. you. Because he thinks in his mind, it means gay happy. happy. Yeah. So, well, you know, he doesn't you. know anything he's like, different. We try. Right, right, right. He's so polite. He's polite. Very and polite. Memorable. Polite beyond measure because even in situations where he's uncomfortable, yeah. He's still polite. Yeah. When Nathan Fillion, Cliff, yeah, yeah, that's I love that Nathan <laughs> Fillion is the bad guy in this movie. You know, he's he's not the bad guy necessarily, but he's just he's Eve's ex, then he's yeah. sleazy, mm-hmm. and he comes over to to talk to him, and he's like, "Hi, Cliff," and he stands with yeah, his he, awkward handshake he because him, yeah. he's he's threatened by him, but he's right. still polite. Right. And he yeah. knows he knows there was something he knows their relationship, and, right. and, and it was right. kind of a weird relationship. So he doesn't want to. Give into that. He's trying to, you know, woo we, woo Eve, but <laughs> woo, woo, woo Eve. That's a tough <laughs> word to say. He's trying to woo Eve, and right. he's got to give in to Cliff. And it's a very awkward and the the fight scene when Cliff oh, is going to punch him, and he dink three <laughs> times tried to sucker punch him. Quick, too. Like, yeah, like come on, dude. But it's you didn't like, learn from the first get go. And and again, it's it's a guy that. That's all he knows. If if somebody steps up to me, I defend myself. Right, and and he does it in the most polite way I've ever right. seen. Right, he's in my not life. trying to beat him or yeah. anything. Right, he's just protecting himself. Yeah. Right, uh, and then you've got the, the I love the meeting between Adam and Eve, and I, right. I love the character name right. because obviously yeah. they chose the names very yeah. uh, very uh, intentionally. Right, but I love the meeting because he's trying to sell his baseball cards mm-hmm. because he needs money. Right. And and the and dude either. is gonna yeah. the dude is gonna, gonna rip him off. Right, 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 and. Right. And he's like, you don't need to take that deal. That card alone is worth thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. 
And she gets fired, and he's like, please help me. And she's right. like, no, weirdo, get away. Right, right. He's like, I don't have a gun. She's like, oh, that changes everything. And she runs. That's so funny. <laughs> but uh, but he, he offers to pay her to help him mm-hmm. because he trusts her because she helped him. Right. And that's an inerrant, uh, like, you, you learn that later in the movie when he says, I'm going to ask you. Yeah, I think it said it, it, he, it, it. Calvin says it to him at one point. He says it to Calvin later, you know. I have to ask you to trust me without asking any questions. Right. Okay. Right. right you know, and it's right, just like right, right. I'm going to ask you to trust me and just say okay. So he's a very trusting fellow, and if right. somebody helps him, then that means okay, that should be mean actually I can trust them if right. they've helped me. Right. Right. And she's like, he's like, just take this card and and yeah, it's you know, four thousand dollars. Yeah, and she's it, like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. He said, well, work for me then mm-hmm. for two weeks. Help me get my supplies. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's like he their, their relationship starts because she can't rip him off. Right. She's like, I can't just take your money and yeah. run. But she That night she thought about it. And she dropped <laughs> she did. Off. And then, and she then the next day back. she comes back and she's like, what am I doing? Why am I coming back here? Right. Why I don't I know why here? I'm doing this. Right. He's a rube yeah. by all senses of the word, you know. And and she, she does her best. She introduces him to her world and he's... You know, yeah. Wow, yeah. he's 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 uh And it's all new. I mean, it's all it's not it's not like he was asleep for thirty something. In it's a way, just a new experience kinda, to him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's not. I I felt like I don't know what I felt like it should have been more there. There should have been more scenes of him just going, whoa, because he he did <laughs> the ocean when he, when he was in the bus. <laughs> yeah, he had never been in because tra- he's never been in transportation before. He's never been in a car or anything. He's right. just read books and seen pictures. His mother's told him that public right. transportation is a thing. So right. he's like, okay. Right. So he's like, whoa, we're moving. We're what moving. What's going on? Oh no! Yeah, you know, <laughs> but that's the reaction you yeah. would have if the first time in a mo- moving vehicle at yeah, that yeah. age, wow. you would yeah. that would be it. Yeah. I love the first time that he sees the ocean. Yeah, because he's rollerblading and then he stops and he looks out and just the he's never seen the it. look yeah. of awe and wonder mm-hmm. in his face. Just like wow. Now I expected more from the television when he. Had but he had been watching television. Yeah, he, but he had never seen it in color. He had never seen it in color, right. and it was reversed. And so many more channels. <laughs> right, right, right. It was yeah, but it was so correct. It wasn't, it wasn't a completely right. new experience right. for him. He had seen television before, right. so he kind of knew color. about yeah, it. It was just color. But it was it was a different world, and and the the radio when 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 the song comes on, and he's, he's like, like, go back, go back, go, go back, back, go back, go back. And he's like, no, don't go, keep going, right, keep going. Right, right. Then he finds it. <laughs> yeah. Because he, all the old hits. Yeah. He's, he's Perry Como. Como, yeah. And he's just, he's, it, like, I love the, like, I have to imagine what we have seen of Brendan Fraser in this award cycle, mm-hmm. that he, all of the recognition he's getting for the whale. Mm-hmm. When people talk to him, he's just like this all shucks kind of guy. Right. And we've seen that over the last couple of years in interviews. Yeah, in interviews. I'm yeah. beginning to think this That's is really this is really him. I, obviously, he probably isn't that similar, but it wasn't so far one of a stretch. Knows. Yeah, one never because knows. like I mean, he was very you know, um, you know, howdy doody in this movie. You know, yeah. just very sweet and innocent. And I don't think but that he's makes that, sense. I don't think he's that innocent. But I just think he's just a very nice guy. This wasn't a far stretch for him acting. Right. Because he's just a genuinely nice guy. Everybody I've ever talked to that's had an interaction with Brendan Fraser, he's just the sweetest man. It's you so know? crazy when I was watching this movie and looking at Alicia Silverstone and listening to her, she sounds so much like Sarah Michelle Geller. A little bit. I was like, oh a little my bit. goodness. Because I didn't hear Cher from Clueless. <laughs> right. But it, it, was, it, was, it was so funny because she says a line in there. It was like, 
you know, wow, and, and you have no clue. And I'm like, yeah, he's literally clueless. <laughs> literally clueless. He's literally clueless. I mean, and this is her off of Batman. Is she it? Did Bat- she did Batman and Robin in 1997. Wow. So this is after Batman. And here's and this is what I love about the connections in this world alone. You've got Christopher Walken. Who was and, in Batman Returns. Who was in Batman. So Christopher Walken and Alicia Silverstone were both in the same Batman, Batman universe. universe. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got Brendan Fraser. They never Fraser. met each other. Right. right. Then you got Brendan Fraser. Who became Firefly. Who became Firefly. And Batgirl. Yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the never going to be seen. In the Batman, Ke- um, Michael Keaton universe also. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like it's like you're like you're getting these and you're like, man, That's so crazy. all this Batman connection with three stars yeah, alone. three stars, yeah. That's um, pretty cool. And uh, I think uh, Alicia Silverstone and Christopher Walken were in, were in excess baggage. Yep. With each yep. other. But... Um, I mean, she's a good she's a good actress. I wish I've seen her in more things. Right there was there and was some that of my time like picking. You know, I'm like a nitpicker, um, but it's like you know, Clueless. I've seen Clueless, Batman and Robin. I thought she was good in there, but I didn't like this. You know, there's we didn't like that, the backstory. Yeah, in there's that some, one. Yeah, yeah, there's some things I didn't like about that. But I thought when they when they announced. That she was going to be that girl, I was so excited. Oh yeah, I was very excited. I think her, she was a good person to, to play. They again, her. that movie was kind of rushed anyway. Yeah. Um, but it was it, like I said, I love Alicia Silverstone as an actor. Mm-hmm. I like you said, I wish I could have seen her in more stuff. There was right. a point in her career where she was like, they're like she had gotten typecast, or mm-hmm. like they wouldn't cast her because she had been in this, She's and that, the and the other. Spoiled whatever. And, young lady, da-da-da-da. and then Brendan Fraser, kind of much the same thing. You know, yeah. he had his big, you know, success run, and then he kind of got blacklisted from from Hollywood for a time, right. and and now he's back. And man, I I want to, I love everything Brendan Fraser's ever been in. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was Airheads, Blast from the Past, Encino Man, George of the Jungle, the with Mummies Honors, yeah. The Mummy, Mummies. anything he's ever done, I have absolutely loved. Mrs. Winterbourne. Was such a good movie, mm. and and I it's school ties. He was in school ties as well. So, so much good stuff. And then he, like it was like he just fell off the radar because they were like, oh, we can't we can't use him anymore. Right. You know, and I hate that for him. And then you you see him now both having kind of a career resurgence. Yeah. In a, in a manner of speaking, and it's just it's like everything's right in the world now. Right. Because right, right. because we're we're back to a point. Where you know these two are, are having a, a good run of success, um, and then Walken's never gone anywhere. No, Walken has been in everything, and everything one, he does is so ex- eccentricity. I've seen Walken in weird. so many things, but one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to have seen him in was Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice music the video. video. I love seeing Christopher Walken. Dance, yes, absolutely. Just the expression was, on his face while he's going through the music video. You could go with this, and you can go with that. I love it. I love it. That makes me so happy. I don't know if I've ever seen a Christopher Walken movie where he doesn't dance at least a little bit. <laughs> at least a little bit. Even in Batman Returns, there's him yeah, dancing. Yeah. You know, Pulp Fiction. Pulp, I don't think he danced in Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, so, but that story that he tells Bruce Willis's <laughs> character as a child. Oh, it's. Hilarious! It's so, so hilarious. It's like I, I love I love walking dancing. It's mm-hmm. just it, that it sets things right, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love Sissy Spacek did such a great job playing Helen Weber. Yes, uh, because you can see how 
she's already kind of like, my husband is very eccentric. Don't bring it up to him. Don't bring this up to him because if you go there, he's going to go here. Uh -huh. and I really don't want to have to deal with that for and the rest can, of the... And you can tell she's <laughs> very reluctant to go down into the bunker anyway. Right, right. And then the entire, the 35 years she's there, she's going you see insane. those, you see those moments where insane. like she starts to drink a little yeah, bit more yeah, and more, yeah. you know, <laughs> then there's that one moment where she ventures out into the elevator space. She shuts the door and just lets out this scream yeah, she's of like, frustration. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's like, yeah, um. Maybe two more years, da da da, and she's like, "Oh no. my goodness, yeah." She's and, like, "I can't." And then he keeps watching the same honeymooners the episode, same episode again, is, and, he's, and laughing he's laughing at it like it's brand new. And it's like, <laughs> "Dude, we've seen this probably it's every night almost." Anymore. And she's just sitting there going, in her head, she's looking at him and she's going like, "Really? How are really? you still finding this?" And then, funny? She, just, and then she fakes yeah. a smile. She's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then she starts. She finds that cooking sherry, and she's go, "You know what?" Yep. I've got this is going there happen. and there's there's more like even when when Adam is up on the surface and they're you know her and Calvin are downstairs she's on the little exercise belt yeah and she's just so uninterested right you know it's just like oh my gosh because is she drinking and smoking I yeah yeah so yeah she's, <laughs> she's she's had it she's done she's had it and I, and I love the but when um when Adam invites Eve down and she finally goes down for dinner to meet his parents. Mm -hmm. she, they're on the back patio of their mm -hmm. little underground setup mm -hmm. and she pats the chairs. Yeah, oh, we haven't had dust, we haven't had time to straighten up and dust, dust is flying off. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so but it's so funny that that's what, you know, she's like, you know, oh, oh people. Right, people. Right, you know, right. I, I get excited, to see another yeah. person and whap, whap, whap. And I love what she tells her at the, uh, tells Eve at the end, Eve tells her at the end, she's like, oh yeah. I'm from Pasadena. Because she told, that's what she she told, told Adam, Adam, find a good girl from Pasadena. You know? Oh, oh, and then it's so crazy how timely this movie is now, even though it was 99. Um, Christopher Walken, uh, uh, Adam tries to tell his parents what actually happened. And his dad doesn't believe him. He's like, oh, no. They, you mean to tell me that the Russians just gave up? And without firing like, a, a fight? shot? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, um, "I bet they, I bet they asked uh, everybody else to pay for it." Yeah, he's like, "Actually, actually they, they did. did." And he said, "He said so." Her, her, you know, uh, Eve uh, is was she Russian? He's like, "No, they're Ukrainian. Ukrainian. They're immigrants yeah. from over there." And I'm like, "What? That's so crazy!" <laughs> now this movie was made in '99. It came out in '99, eight years after Ukraine got their independence. Right. That's so crazy. It's so but, crazy. And, it, and what is, what's funny about it, he's like, don't tell your mother. Right. Because if she finds out that we stayed in the bunker for oh, 35 years, oh, yeah, <laughs> when she we could have come up in yeah, a week. Yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. But then he still doesn't believe his son. He starts counting spaces because he's about to put a new bunker <laughs> right. in the ground. Because when he was he was measuring the land <laughs> yeah. by taking those big, long strides in the beginning of the movie, and, and then he's doing the same thing in the end. But then again, that could go to some of his uh, eccentric in eccentricities, right? Um, where maybe he just has to have those rituals that he does to, you know. Maybe oh no! I feel like he was about to build another one, and I don't. I wish we knew how long it took for him to build the first one because it was very. It was a bat cave, almost. Yeah, I mean, it was really. And it was underground. Yeah, it was underground. It was deep. Yeah, it was underground. But I, and I like the fact that, it, like at the end, they told you how much money it would cost to do what they did, build the exact replica of their home, because he was. They were like, it doesn't matter. It, it's amazing what you can get accomplished quickly when money doesn't when matter. money doesn't matter. Yeah. And like, you a lot of people it. say that, right? A lot of people say that. <laughs> and I mean, we look. 
I, I've always known that. I've always believed that because um, one of the, uh, ABC's biggest hits was um, that um, home renovation thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, build a whole, extreme makeover yeah, home yeah, edition. Yeah. yeah, and they build a, you a whole freaking home within a week's time. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You can get a house built that fast? Because I, I know people. When money doesn't matter yeah, and you amazing. mean it, yeah. <laughs> you can get anything done quickly. But I mean, they had IBM stock, Apple. I mean, it was like, whoa. Like, and, and I like it because he said these things are worth millions upon millions yeah, upon, upon millions, millions of dollars. Yeah, it's like, wow. Like, and, 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 and then I love, he said, Troy tells her, tell, tells Eve, well, at least you fell in love with him before you knew he was rich. Right. <laughs> yeah. Would they have changed She's things? like, normally that's different. Right. <laughs> normally it's the other way around. Um, but one of the things that, an unanswered question that obviously a movie is not going to answer because Hollywood ending and stuff like that, you know. Mm. But one of the movies, one of the questions the movie doesn't answer is, they had to bring him back from the dead. Because I'd be willing to bet... Calvin and Helen were declared legally dead when their bodies weren't oh, found. Oh, that's right. So you got to bring them back. From, you got to bring them back from the Maybe dead. Maybe that's why and, he put them out in the middle of nowhere. Well, he put them out in the middle of nowhere to ease them into society. modern society okay. because he didn't want to, like, you know, put them in the middle of town <gasps> and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. caused a little bit of anxiety. That's what happened to his dad. Yeah. yeah. So he, but I think that you, that's the question that you got to go and bring them back to life. And he's got to get a social security number he's never had because one he was never he, he never exist. even had a birthday yeah. a birth certificate. So he's he's officially never existed until now. The the, the problem I have with these and do they have to pay back taxes? Oh, because they, were... they can afford it though. <laughs> um, but the the problem I usually have with these kind of movies is usually I get an overwhelming sense of fear and dread when I watch movies like this because. I think, how would I react if I had been in that situation? Like, those are those are 35 years of Adam's life that he'll never get back. Like, you but, never went to but school. He had, but he you, still had a full had a life. Great, yeah, he had a full life, but think of, I mean, I mean he, you, you he think was about roller all the skating. Things, he was learning baseball. But you think baseball. about all the things that you didn't have. You didn't have a best friend. You didn't see all the new cool. But hip. he did have a best friend. Well, his parents. His father was yeah. his best friend. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You're you're you're, you're thinking about it like it, the experiences you had. Right. He didn't. Yeah. He, for his him, experiences were for vastly him, different. Like for him, the only thing he felt he messed out in was love. Love. Yeah. Because he saw what his parents st- had. Exactly. But and he, he still could, had he a could very see the life. longing yeah. that he had for right. that. He wanted that. That's really the only thing he missed out on because he yeah. had TV, he had toys, he had birthdays and presents. You know, yeah. so he still got everything. They tried to make life as normal as possible. Right. Like I said, his dad was his best friend. You can tell that they were best friends because number one, you see them. He, he's mimicking his dad's hand. Right. Because that's you, the only male figure. You mimic your friends all, all the time, right. didn't you? Right. You know, right. when your friends would start doing something new, you'd start doing it too. Right. You know, so he was mimicking his dad when they would have that. When they were having, he's like, he's like, so it's uh, time for French. He's like, it's Latin today, Dad. Mm-hmm. And then they start having a conversation in multiple languages. Right. That shows a relationship that's very, you know, not just father son. Right. That's a friend right. relationship. So he had that. He had uh, athletics in the sense, you know, they played. Uh, he started. He was playing. He was roller skating. His dad got him what would eventually be roller blades. Right. You know, so he had that. It was just different. Yeah, it you was see, different. He, and he doesn't know what he missed out yeah, on. Yeah, he doesn't. He know. did research on stuff that happened. Right. But, but he, he doesn't, doesn't really yeah. know what he missed out on. So yeah. there's no there's no sense of longing essentially. Right. Except for love, and right. he finds that. Right. Yeah, I guess it's a lot different than a kid 
being held against their will for 30-something <laughs> years in a bunker. Exactly. And and that's what the the, the, uh, the psychiatrist is taking away from Jennifer you. Lewis, been, yeah. You've been, you've been you. yeah. kidnapped. Yeah. You, know, you were held against your but will, and now you're trying happened. to pro- project your crazy right, on everybody it was, else. It was for, I mean, when he tells Eve, he's like, yeah, I want you to come down to the bunker with me and stay with me. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's the oh, thing. Oh, he's like, and she's like, um, tell me something. Are you a virgin? And he's like, yes, yeah. I am. And he's like, she's like, oh no, he's a psycho killer. He's crazy. And, <laughs> right. she, and it's just her trying to process because she's who would not believe used to, that story. Who she's would she's that? trying to process all of this stuff too because he drops a bombshell on her. Right. You know when he unloads everything. Listen, this is what happened, and she's like. What are you talking about? Because he's referencing this nuclear fallout that never happened. That never happened, right. and geez, he's lost his ever loving mind. Right, right, right. But I love, I love that Troy was so accepting of of him. Yeah, you know, she, uh, Eve brings him into the world, and he's like, he's obviously, he's like, this dude's, he's too nice for. He's going to get hurt in the world if we right, leave him out right, there. Right, but he, but, but he, he welcomes it in and but Eve actually takes wants, him shopping. She wants him to get hurt because when they go to that club. And the women are, you know, going over there and because she 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 knows she likes him, mm-hmm. she just doesn't want to. She doesn't want to accept that right, she likes him, right. yeah. And uh, he he does the dancing and stuff, and she's just like, you know, who are you? You know, <laughs> where did you learn to do that? You didn't learn how to do this in right. Alaska. Yeah, it's so funny, but uh, <laughs> the wholesomeness of of who that character is, like, do you have to be in a bunker? From with parents from a certain time in order to be that way, or can you actually grow up that way in a world that's ever changing, and stay that way? It's that ar- that that Nur- nature, versus, nature nurture. versus nurture argument right. that we've had for years, and and this one shows that maybe it's a little bit of both, right? Because obviously he had parents raising him with those core values. Mm-hmm. But he was also in an isolated environment, right? With you know, no other factors to parents who were and and then you've got on the opposite side, you've got Eve, whose parents did not. Right, she was like, my parents stuff. were divorced, yeah. my brothers were divorced, marriage sucks." Right, <laughs> and 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 she was raised with a whole different set of values in a whole different world, so right. you can't see the comparison. But she's there. still a good person because she would not exactly. let him get swindled. Exactly. So there's still that essence of good, right? Even though her my her upbringing was her upbringing rough. was right. little rough, you know, nurture and nature, right, right, because she grew up in a different time, right. In a different society. So, I mean, like, it shows, it's that nature versus nurture argument that we've had so many years. And, and again, like you said, man, I think the world would be more, would be better if we had more movies like this. Right. You know, we need to see stuff like this where, and, and, and kind of like Fools Rush In, there are two people from two completely two different, different backgrounds, worlds yeah. that find each other and, and fall in love. And, right. And, and I guess that's the essence of a good rom-com is, is the 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 two worlds type thing? I mean, it's always you know most of the romance stories are about that because if it's, they're so much alike, why would you watch it? Like he's her, her he he's her, she's him, you know. But it, all, every romance story that we see in most of the ones that we've uh, re- re- reviewed, um, the town, their backgrounds are different, mm-hmm. kind of uh, like an opposites yeah, attract type uh, thing. Superman yeah. and Lois, yeah, they're different. Bruce Wayne and, and uh, Vicky Vale. Yep. I mean, you grew up rich. Harry and Burns and, yeah, Harry, and Sally. Harry yeah. and Sally. I mean, yeah. all all these movies where there's a romantic interest 
the background's always different. There's mm-hmm. never... And they're two, like I said, two completely different, different types people. of people. Yeah, opposites attract. Opposites attract. I mean, attract. people have always said that opposites attract, and we, we continue to see that. We are, even in his, other, in his other movies, like The Mummy, which I actually absolutely love, um, the third one, not so much, but because a recast. Yeah. But, but, um, but Rick O'Connell is so different from Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Evelyn's background is completely different from him. Um, their experiences are completely different, but once they get together, they it share works. experiences. Right, it yeah. works. It works, and then they make kids who end up being, you know, a little bit of both of them. And right, it's like wow, look, you know, look, that's us. Yeah, that's you and me together. So um, I wish they had had enough box office hit for us to see what happened, because I want to know what happened to Adam. After living up on the surface for so long, like right, what happened? You know, what would it change you? You've already experienced yeah, these a, things up here already for just two weeks. What is two years later going to look like with you living up there? I like that. I like that. I'd like to see where that one goes. Yeah, I mean, but unfortunately, the budget was thirty-five million dollars, and the box office was forty point three million. So it yeah, didn't do that. They, well. <laughs> Barely made their money back. But Roger um, Ebert gave the film three out of four stars, saying that the movie is funny and entertaining in all the usual ways, yes, but I was grateful that it tried for more, that it was actually about something, that it had an original premise, that it used satire and irony and had sly undercurrents. Yeah, all of that. It had that, yeah. And, I, and one of my things that I liked about it was, yes, it's a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's also a fish out of water tale, right? A as w- splash, as well as a, <laughs> as well as a coming of age tale, right? You yeah. know, because because Adam Weber, he, it's really a coming of age story as well as him being a fish out of water, and then adding romance to yeah, it as well. Because his mother says, "My boy is up there. I'm worried about him," and he says, "He's not a boy. He's, he's a man. A, he's not a boy anymore. Yeah, he's 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 35, <laughs> right? Huh? You know." Um, but it, it he's he's such a like like I said, Adam Weber is such a sweet character that you're immediately drawn into him. Right. You immediately want to you know you, you want to root for this guy. As, want yeah, you want to protect you. You, you want him to be protected, and he finds somebody that will do that. Right. Because she's protecting him. She's keeping him from getting you know ripped off in any other schemes or deals, and she's she's really watching out for him. Right. Even when she calls the psychiatrist. She's, just she's still trying to, to walk. Okay. She, yeah, yeah, she's still trying to watch and then, out. And for then him. the psychiatrist is like, um, "But we, you know, we." She said, "Well, I didn't know. I didn't know you, you know, were going to call the cops." I, and then she goes, yeah. "I believe him now. You're I right. believe that that's what really happened to him." Yeah, like she was you know, when they when they threatened to call the police. She yeah. said, "Don't call it. Why? You can't call the police. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to take him away." Right. And she was in love with him then. Yeah. She, she realized. I messed up because she thought he had went out with somebody else that she didn't want him to be with Sophie. Yeah, and uh, my to want to watch this movie with me and laughed and uh, the part where they're at the bar and they're talking to each other in, right. in French and I'm like they didn't think it was like nowadays if you do a movie they show you what they're saying. Well, Back I, but, then, they didn't tell you what they well, were saying. Well, but even still, though. You didn't really need to know I, you didn't need because to you know. knew. I liked, I that, liked the fact that, that it was just their conversation. That Eve, that Eve knew Sophie, and she was like, when Sophie get her hands on somebody, that's it. Right. Well, and, and the fact that, like, like I said, that's their conversation, and it just shows that 
that's an interest that Sophie has that right. Adam can that Adam has, and that oh, and that's gonna make Eve right. jealous. But and Tawana, that's all we needed to know. Tawana took French, so she she translated what it said. What what was said was that. Um, oh, you speak French? And he says, yes, um, I practice, you know, that with a lot of language, you know, different languages, whatever. And she says, well, I don't get to use French that often, uh, da 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 So, so he, either he or she <laughs> says that. And then she says, you know, we can um, maybe get together and we can um, do a lot of more other things. And uh, by that time, Eve was like, Adam, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Without even knowing what's going on, because she can read body language. She can oh tell, yeah. Oh. And, see, and that's and that's and that's like, like again. That's why they didn't use. Uh, that's why I'm glad they didn't use <laughs> subtitles because again, that's what you need to see. You need to see Eve get jealous. Right. And I think that was done very carefully. She was very jealous. She she got very jealous. She she was waiting <laughs> right. for Adam to fail, and he ends up dancing with two women on the dance floor. And, and really going, yeah. well. And, and, and Troy's cheering him on behind her, and she looks back at him like, "What are oh, you doing?" <laughs> I'll tell you what. The, like the moment I cheered a lot was again when he when he you know, popped Cliff a couple of good times oh, in the yeah. face. Like yeah. that was I was like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah," without even really looking, he just felt it. And one of the, yeah, and one of the one of the one of the good lines from the interactions with Cliff is. Is when he first meets Cliff, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, you came to get your stuff," and she started. He's and oh, your underwear. underwear he's yeah, like, "They're Ralph Lauren." Yeah, he's like, "Why is he wearing? <laughs> like, Why is he wearing another man's underwear?" Right, 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 right. <laughs> Just the innocence because of it you all. Don't, yeah, <laughs> they weren't doing that in the sixties. Right, <laughs> they didn't have name brand. Like yeah. had Hanes. Yeah, you know, like you didn't have like a. It wasn't a. Uh, designer label. And when they go back to his hotel Holiday Inn, <laughs> his mom said, "Find a good Holiday Inn." Yep. Um, but he's got they they Troy sees his toothpaste and he's like, I don't think they make this anymore because <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> you know none of that stuff. And so she realizes that she she loves him. Yeah. Like this is a dude that she was not looking. And it's always somebody you weren't looking for, somebody you were not expecting to fall in love with. And she right. was trying so hard to keep it from happening because she knew Adam was, you know, this is the first young woman that I've ever really interacted with anyway. Of course she's going to be right. the first one you're drawn to because you don't and, know anything else. And then on top of that, the fact that she looked out for him right there right. at the beginning, right. it immediately drew him to her. But right. she was trying to fight those feelings. Because right. she knew how she was. She was yeah. like, you know. She knew her experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody in her life was divorced, right. and she had had bad relationships, especially the one that, like, she knew it was a bad relationship with Cliff, but she still kind of wanted to be with him, you mm-hmm. know? So she she knew that the tumultuousness of relationships, and she didn't want that for Adam. Right. Again, she's trying to protect him right. by protecting him from her. Right. And right. and he's like, you're still the one I want to be with. Man, I, I, I wish we had known what happened, because... How long did he have his parents? He had his parents lock themselves in for two months. Two months, or yeah, he said just two months, and we'll we'll come back and get you. And in those two months, because they had already built the house, you know. In those two months, Adam and Eve got engaged because she was playing with her engagement ring at the end. Yeah. So I wish we could have gotten a blast from the past too. And hey, who knows? But at the same time, we could probably kinda, get. We I could probably like that it was left like that. I want to know the rest. I just want to know. Yeah, I just want to know but how. I really ra- liked it. How, That's what we got. I just want to know how Adam adapts to this new life. It's a whole new world. It's literally a whole new world to get used right? to to get to know. 
you got to go to work. Or no, he might not have to go to work because all the stocks they're, are right. they're uh, beyond be wealthy. He don't have right, to do right. anything. He don't, yeah, he don't have to. But yeah. but you like, you wonder his dad was a professor. You know, does he want to go back? To does school? he want to? Does he want to do something other than just sit down you know, and, and be rich? You know, does right. he want to? Does he does he have those um, uh, the the desire to just be more? Does he? Right. That, does the mom want to be? Because yeah. maybe she wants to be. He's, he's this, like, does dad go back and at teach? At the very yeah. end, at the very end, he's like, yeah, it's not quite like what we had. Um, you know, I thought ours was, <laughs> I like was he, better. I like he's like, it's and, just like the bunker. Yeah, and, she's, and she's like, like no, <laughs> it is not. It is just a big old field of trees and greenery. And she's like, no. It's it nothing not. like the bunker. Right, right, right. Because right. it's, it's the same thing she did when they first got down there. And he was like, yeah, it's just like home. It's just and she's like, no, no, it's not. it's not. It's not. And I like. And she I, makes him put up a can ceiling. I, can I over have the a ceiling bedroom. in the bedroom? Yeah. And he's like, sure. Why? But sure. Because <laughs> it makes it a little bit normal. Yes. To not see rocks, cave, <laughs> or, or cave, or, a, a, a concrete floor. Right. You know, concrete, you concrete see ceiling. A yeah. ceiling. Just an actual ceiling. Something that feels. That'll like be home. different. I mean, it'll be. That like, being said, it's almost like living on a TV set. Yes. But that being said, I've always wanted to have a bunker like that, like an underground house. Oh my that god. That would be so cool. Well, he, what did he say? It's like 73 degrees. It's nice and cool. <laughs> right. The perfect temperature all the time. Oh, it would be great. I might, If I ever hit the lottery, I'm building a house oh underneath my, my house. I, I may go down there and be like, this is my this is my home away from home. See, I wouldn't mind having a bat cave, but a whole house on the ground? Yes. I, I, I feel like I I'm, snore, though, so my wife would probably be very happy with that. <laughs> I feel a little, I get a little claustrophobic when I'm in like enclosed places and being that far underground for right. a long time. But at the same time. The fact you... that, they, that he did not go nuts. I mean, his wife pretty much almost did if she hadn't started drinking and whatever. But but Calvin the, probably the, lives in his own little world. He's down anyway. in the ground for 35 years. That is a yeah. long time. That's a long time. And they had to be in like their, I'm assuming that they were in their 20s, early 30s when they went down. So by the time Adam finally gets out, they're in their 60s. Right. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That's a long time. That's a long time. time. But, a like long like time. I said, I, they, but they, he tried, when he built it, he tried to have, he had the back yard area. Yeah, he tried to make it, it as inhabitable and livable as, as possible, possible. But yeah. it's it's tough. Uh, he had his own little garden, his, his little... Uh, uh, little, uh, 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 just imagining little garden and, and fish bay. Yeah, and just imagining stuff. that you today, like let's say today, you had to go into a bunker because a war started and our nuclear bombs started going off everywhere, and you had to be down there for at least thirty years. By the time I come out, I'm seventy years old. Yeah. I'm never going to see the sun again until 30 years later. So, yeah, we'd be we'd both or be around outside. 75, yeah. 74, 75. Oh yeah. Gosh, but you got to think though too. Mm. It's different for us because you're looking at 1964 versus 2023. Right. And man, dude, we'd be lost without a cell phone. 
Yeah, that's true. You know, we've got so many, uh, you know, comforts and technological advances that our world revolves around that stuff. If we all of a sudden didn't have that, we'd lose our mind. Yeah. In the 60s, they were comfortable with a board game. That's true. You know? That's true. And they were fine, you know? So, like, we'd have to really get off of that addiction to technology. It's so funny you bring a board game because about three weeks ago, I bought a board game for my wife and I to play. It was Clues because she's never played Clue before. I love Clue. And, uh, I have not opened it up yet because all we do is watch TV yeah. on the weekends and relax. If you want to watch Clue the movie, it's on yeah, Paramount Plus, by the way. That, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like we got I, we got Uno cards. I mean, we have these the, things. We love playing Uno. Me and the kids will play Uno for hours. It's, it's a lot And I remember, fun. look, I remember in the 80s, I remember in the 80s that my parents, because back then we didn't have cable, and it was only a couple of challenges you could You would get. have game nights. Right. We would have game nights. We would play Yahtzee, Monopoly, Uno, Hungry Hungry Hippo, Hungry, Hungry Hippo Don't Break the Pursuit. Um, that don't, was yeah, fun. Don't Break the Don't ice, Break the Ice. Oh, my mouse gosh, Mouse Mousetrap. Yes. Mousetrap. Um, there were so Did many. Did you have ga- Kerplunk? No, I didn't have Kerplunk. Oh, uh, Kerplunk was I had fun. Life. Life was trouble. Get, get, trouble. Problematic get in trouble. Trouble, man. Yeah. Um, and I think we had Double Sorry. Trouble. I don't think I had sorry. Sorry, but now, fun. now, in elementary school, we used to play those things. We played Risk. I remember playing Risk. I love playing Risk. Um, um, there were so many other things. I don't see kids playing dodgeball and stuff. Do they still do that? Yeah, my my daughter nearly <laughs> got a concussion playing dodgeball. Okay, in all right. <laughs> I'm just asking because I don't I don't have children right now, so. I don't know what... But their dodgeball is different than our dodgeball. Is it? You know, their dodgeball is what we used to call battle ball. Oh, You know, so dodgeball was when one kid had a ball and Uh you had to run. And everybody would run. pick somebody. Or you would line up against a wall and he would hurl the ball at you. Their dodgeball now is more like our battle ball where there's a line in the middle, kind of like the movie dodgeball. Right. The line in the middle, you rush to the... And that was... that For us, that was battle ball. Oh, okay. So it was never... Dodgeball was a completely different game. But even still... Kickball is flying at your head. <laughs> that's the goal of the. That's the goal. Of the I remember game. kickball. We used to, it was play, we played kickball. it like baseball. And kickball was so much fun. Yeah, but um, you know, it's so much to do now with all these streaming services and stuff. And you if wanna, you lock me away in a bunker for thirty five years with with uh, with, oh, uh, yeah, with my streaming services, that. I'm good. <laughs> right now, I can I can handle it. If you got my streaming services, you take that away, and and then we're gonna. I'm going to be doing a lot of sleeping. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can't sleep your wife life away. I don't know, dude. Away. I don't sleep know. I, I could probably try. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, I might actually get stuff accomplished. I might finish the books I've started writing. Yeah. I might finish have, the books I've started reading. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, unless it becomes like the Twilight Zone where Burgess Meredith... All he wanted to do was read, uh-huh. and then the, the bomb goes off. He's in the bank safe. When he comes out, he's go, he goes to the library, and it's books, books, books upon books because nobody wanted him to read anything. <laughs> so he's getting the books together, and as he's getting the books together, the glasses fall off of his face onto the stairs, and, and they break. Oh, that's, uh... And he was like, it's not fair. <laughs> now there was time. There was, was a lot of time, time, you know. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. But, but like, do you? I mean, do you know how many books I've started reading over the last year that I've never finished? Like, right. yeah. If I had time to read, yeah, oh, that'd be. Great. If I had known the pandemic was going to be the way it was and how long it was going to be, I would have taken more time to 
relax and do, mm. you know, I, but, but oh, that, I worked all the way through it. I, I was going to say, during that, time, I just kept busy. during that time, I worked seven days a week, Yep, eight hours a day. I was reporting on every press conference that we had about how many numbers uh-huh. and how many people were and what we were going to do next and all those things. And I wish that I could have just stopped and like relaxed and said, you know, what, what are my next moves in the next five year going to be? Right. I didn't have that time. It was like, you're still working. You're still working. And um, kudos to the people who actually got a chance to, like, stop breathe. and breathe yeah. and go, where do I want my life to go? Where do I see this There's going? nothing like a pandemic to stop you in your tracks and go, okay. Well, and, and you may be like me. Like, now, I, because I worked so much during the pandemic, especially the early portion of the pandemic, mm-hmm. now I can't take a day off without my brain going insane. Right. Like, I mean, my right. brain drives me crazy because it's like I feel like if I'm sitting down doing nothing. I got so many more nothing, things to do. What, if well, I, if I, I feel like here? I'm sitting right. doing nothing, I feel right. like I'm wasting that time. So I feel like right. I've got to be doing something. I'll, yes. I'll come to work. I'll do this, that, and the other, you know. I'm yeah. constantly doing something, and I'm never finishing anything. Yeah, yeah it's pretty <laughs> bad. It's pretty bad. But I, I love this movie. Blast from the Past um, is really good. It's one of my favorites. It's become my laundry movie. Yeah. I have a, a certain category of movies that I call laundry movies. It's the ones I can fold my laundry <laughs> to, and I can hear them in the background, and I don't have to watch it to know what's going on. Right. And that's become one of those because I've watched it so much from the time it came out till now, 24 years later. Right, right. I, I, I've seen that movie. I know it scene by scene and note by note, and it's, right. it's, it, it, every time I, I still get something out of it every time I watch it. So I love Blast in the Past. I hadn't watched it in years. But that's because my favorite Brendan Fraser movie is uh, is the Mummy series and George of the Jungle. George of I can watch George of the Jungle. I started oh, listening oh, no, to Johnny Clegg and Savuka because of George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle, the Mummy series, and Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Oh Darn my gosh, the I love devil to heck. I lo- <laughs> oh my goodness, I love that movie. Turn the devil. I love that Turn movie. the devil to heck. Speaking of which, Bedazzled, um, we also want to um, say rest in peace to Raquel Welch. Yes. Um, she just passed away at the age of she 82. She was in the original Bedazzled. She was in the original Bedazzled. She was Lust, I think, or something like that, which makes sense. Uh, she was also in Lois and Clark as Diana Stride, who was kind of like a TMZ reporter, yeah. who figured out that Clark Kent was Superman. And I have to go back and watch the episode to figure out how she figured that out. But she was really good. She worked for Inner Gang. Yeah. So um, she was one of those '60s bombshells. Yeah. What was the movie? Uh, the sixty million years uh, BC or something. Some of the million BC years yeah. BC. I can't remember what it was. She also but, yeah. sang with Cher. She was on a Cher show. She had a, a single that she sang. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in a lot of stuff. Uh, she was a great actress, a very distinguished mm-hmm. Italian beauty. But yeah, she will. She will definitely She'll be, be missed, missed. But. Yes. Man, blast from the past, def nineteen ninety nine. Go back and watch this one. It holds up. It really oh, yeah. does. It, oh, it yeah. holds up, and and it's it's a it's a nice story, like I said, for going back and seeing you know the the two worlds collide and. Oh, before we finish, before we finish. So the cool thing is, we talk about the diner that was put on top of the space that used to be the Weber's home, and before before it completely goes out of business, the diner is called Purgatory. <laughs> and in a way, the Webbers were in purgatory. They were in purgatory, sitting there just waiting, <laughs> waiting for something to happen. Stuck in a time that and then, no longer and as And then when they leave the bunker, mm-hmm. the the diner 
turn they, they turn it into a club. Right. And they're right. gonna turn it, they're gonna tear it down and turn it into a club. Right, right. This guy manages he's got one of my guys on the door, the archbishop, right. whatever they called right, him. Because right, he, right. he he he, he thought they religion. were God. Yeah, he thought he thought <laughs> he Dr. Weber was the father. Yeah. And, and then he thought Adam was Adam's Jesus. The son. He's and then Adam's he's like, son. Who are you? When the mother comes, says, mother. I'm the mother. <laughs> he's like, Oh So he started like this cult relation uh, right. religion there and but uh, like it's just such a such a good story, man. And, and again, you see something new every time you watch it. That's true. That's true. And, it was uh, a really good movie. So I, I I highly recommend watching this movie and then falling down the Brendan Fraser rabbit hole. Oh yes, just keep watching Brendan Fraser movies back to back. I I I I I'm so hopeful that he wins this Academy Award for the for whale. Best Actor. I want to see the whale. I've heard good things about it. So many good things. Yeah. Um, He's just a good and actor. his performance in it is what everybody's talking about. Everybody else, like the movie may not be great, but right. everybody's but his saying performance. his performance is right. amazing. And right. you really feel for this character. So, uh, like again, I, I, I don't think there's ever been a Brendan Fraser movie where you didn't feel for his character. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He makes yeah. his character so likable in these movies, and you believe him in every one of these roles. And, and one of the things about being a Brendan Fraser fan is that he's We so know how to like- pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's so likable, mm-hmm. and he seems so genuinely appreciative of the people who are his fans. Yes, I've seen like like Tad said earlier. We've seen interviews where he was like this young lady was dressed as Evelyn from the Mummy. Yes, and he says, "Well, gosh, ma'am," and you know he's like he's Adam Webber. Like you said, he seems like he's really Adam Webber. Like this was not a stretch for him Th- to that's play. That's really him. And uh, there was a showing of the Mummy recently in London where he showed up. Where he as showed Rick up O'Connell. as Rick O'Connell. He was dressed completely as Rick O'Connell. And uh, some people, had, there was somebody in there who had never seen it before, and it's like, whoa, but. And I'll tell you, like that actually that that appearance spawned one of our future episodes of our new podcast called oh, yeah. Picture This. Picture this where yeah. we'll, we'll dive into oh, yeah. that universe. Yeah, with Rick O'Connell. But uh, I I went to go see the first two mummies. I was gonna say I, was, I went to go see three, but when I found out that Raquel Weiss was not in three, I did not go see. Or did I? I can't remember. I know for sure I went to go see the first two movies. <laughs> and I went to go see George of the Jungle when it was in in theaters. I, I still I own the know. original VHS of George <laughs> of the Jungle. Yes. I know. I, but and I, and I wouldn't watch George 2 because he was not, He wasn't in yeah, it. Yeah, but... Didn't matter. He wasn't in but it. I wasn't watching it. He's such a good actor. Still act- haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but he was such a good... He's a, such a good actor and... Uh, so entertaining, and he just mentioned that uh, people were saying Michelle Yao should be in the next Mummy movie with him, part four, and he says he'd, he'd come back. He'd come back as Rick O'Connell, and I'm like, oh my goodness, if he comes back as Rick O'Connell, and Raquel Weiss comes back as Evelyn, and the little boy who actually played their son in the in part two, it should be old enough now to play their son. Right. Ah, and Odin Fur. Yes. Not, not, is it Odin Fur, who I was the so. Magi? Yes, because ah, Arnold yeah. Vuslo, Arnold Vuslo was the mummy. That's see, right. I, yeah. See how much I love this movie. <laughs> I love that 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 movie series. But if he comes back, oh, that would be so great. And right now, it's just a matter of the studio saying, "Hey, let's green mm-hmm. greenlight it." I mean, you know, they tried to bring back The Mummy with Tom Cruise, yeah, but it was like a different iteration of everything. Right. It erased the Rick O'Connell thing. Yeah. So, so but you got to bring back the, the, original. Rick yeah, the Rick O'Connell mummy. Yeah. That's the mummy you need That's to bring back. That's the mummy that we love, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, Blast from the Past is a definite watch. Make sure, I mean, Brenda Fraser's, Alicia Silverstone, Christopher Walken, Sissy Spacek, and David Foley, Dave Foley. Um, great job, Billy Kelly, who came up with the story, who also wrote the screenplay with Hugh Wilson. Um, directed and by Hugh, Hugh Wilson, Wilson distri- yeah. directed it. But uh, Billy Kelly, Bill Kelly also wrote Premonition with Sandra Bullock, uh, Enchanted, and Disenchanted. Ah. So it kind of fits in there. Yeah. In that, you know, so Just I love it. I love great it. Great movie. Great movie. Definitely watch it. Um, and 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 while you're at definitely, let's definitely follow us on socials. All of our socials are Facebook, Twitter, OMR underscore podcast. Simple Instagram. overdue movie reviews. Right. OMR underscore podcast. And don't forget to, to check us out. We'll, we'll be doing a live podcast at the Haywood Comic Con and on Saturday, March 11th in Brownsville, Tennessee. At 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. 11, 11 at 11. <laughs> so be a part of that taping. It's going to be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll we do it live. it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. And then we'll drop it the next we day. We also have a collaboration coming up pretty soon. Um, we'll give you more details about that. But somebody reached out to us after seeing our post about being at that convention. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, we got a new show that's coming out called Picture This, and we'll give you more details about that. But make sure you're there at our season finale, which is Iron Man, the original with two thousand in 2008 with starring Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow. And Johnny Favs. John Favreau, who just oh, yeah, got John, a walk, yeah. uh, star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, so... Um, we're looking forward to that. We got a lot of great more great shows coming up for you all. Um, if you have any suggestions or anything, feel free to contact us and talk to us. If you want to do collaboration with us, you know, reach out to us. We'll be happy to talk to you and find out what we can do next. I'm Tad. And I'm Tony. And that's our overdue movie review. <laughs> <laughs>